Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Hello, this is Michael Adams with Truth Women's Journey Find It, and it's still 731st. And I'm still plugging away at this book, The Great Calendar Controversy, because I find great interest, and because of uh, something that uh, I guess it has uh, emotional and intellectual interest in for me. With all things that I've gone through with this uh, whole argument of the Sabbath. Um, yes, we just got a, uh, an email from George. Um, says, uh, ain't this something? Send me this uh, control evils blog blogspot.com. Iran hopes for alliance with Rome. Well, that's a heck of a concept and an idea, and it makes a lot of sense to me. And everyone wanders after the beast and the biblical historical antichrist. Um, It's interesting, too, I got an email from um, Mark Sargent. I hope he doesn't doesn't mind me mentioning a little bit. a couple of emails today. I got one from uh, Gordon Comstock as well, and uh, these are group emails. And uh, Keith Hansen, so thank you for emailing me and thinking me the cylinder. I have not much to say, much bigger ones. Uh, Keith has brought up the idea that, well, Twilight Zone, I guess, is on. So, <laughs> and um, Gordon shared interview with. Oh, what's his name? Willie, what's his name? Willie something or another. Yeah, so it's a Wills and Willie about the economic situation in the world and all that. And you can go buy your gold. Well, not too poor to buy gold, so I can't really do much about it. So. Uh, but Mark, he um, said, yeah, he agreed to having a debate with... Um, with Christopher Tyerman. And boy, what a great debate that would be. Uh, it's from the little I've talked with Christopher about the uh, heliocentric model, and his, he does believe in the flat Earth model. And he is somebody who's always been really interested, and in, I think that uh, these two would have a much better debate. We might actually grow from this debate. So Mark is recovering from having all things his appendix taken out last night. Send your prayers out to Mark for many reasons. Um, of course, as a Christian, you know, I want uh, Mark to come to the Lord, but uh, uh, I also want him to be healthy and happy in him and his family. So he seems to be a pretty genuine man and a good person. So as good as people can be in this world for a fallen short. But anyways, uh, let's see. Before we get going on this reading, uh, the other the book, um, the great calendar controversy. We'll look at this uh, control of Hill's blog. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. Proverbs one seven King King J.B. Bible. Iran hopes an alliance for the Roman Catholic Church. I've got a picture of here Putin and uh, and the uh, Pope. Imagine that visiting the Pope. Certainly. <laughs> it says here one. I got some comments about it. Uh, yes, the mafia clean up. It's well known that the Abu 
spark spoiled the original scheme of Israel of Islam, the Shia or Shia one, the S H I Shia one, S H I A one. He was the most bitter enemy of the Gnostic quote celestial family worship and a quote of Shia. He was the the renegade who God put to stop the beast opening his mouth too wide. Open, whatever. And then another one of these folks, and I know they got the, the same one for this. I don't know who I just can't pronounce the name. You see where this issue lies. The Protestants trust the church fathers who in mine had only one goal to expand the empire at any cost. And I think that's true. A lot of that is a lot of truth to that. Uh, maybe everything lesser um, is is all called cameras. Um Asia slash Iran, the president Rohini Iran and only see together in the fight against extremists. Tehran, Iran, uh, Tehran, Iranian President Hassan Rouhani relaunches dialogue between Islamic and Christian world in hopes of an alliance between Iran and the Holy See regarding the major issues. And of course, those of us, many of us, would not find that it doesn't really represent the Christian world, does it? <laughs> The only our heavenly, you know, the, our heavenly Father in the Spirit and uh, only begotten Son represent us. That the Holy See represents Satan. Uh, anyways, it goes back to this that alliance uh, hopes for an alliance between Iran and the Holy See regarding the major issues that shake humanity, such as the fight against radicalism and injustice and poverty. And of course, we know this is all through the Vatican, the Jesuits, and Freemasonry, and that uh, this is all just a game. Probably just covering his own butt and making for the next moves and plans for their expansion of World War Three and the uh, elimination of the State of Israel and uh, of the Zionists and Islam and much more, including Christianity. Um, as fetus limbs Rohani appeals was launched to the occasion of his uh, meeting with his excellency or executive manager Leo Bocardi new apostolic nuncio in Iran Haney published a photo, a photo of meeting of his social network account, Twitter, writing that Islamic Christianity need to dialogue more than average day. As the basis of the conflict between the religions is mainly ignorance and a lack of mutual understanding. Romani remarks that, according to the doctrine there, respect the faith, the Vatican and Iron have common enemies, such as terrorism and extremists. And who are those? This thing and similar goals. How to defeat injustice and poverty in the world? The Iranian president thanked Pope Francis for the good wishes sent to the Iranian people, hoping that quote two countries can work together uh, to stop violence and radicalism in the world. And of course, that second country is the Vatican. <laughs> Did you know that? Uh, the new apostolic nuncio in Iran, Archbishop Leo uh, Bacardi, called for, quote, closer bilateral relations between the Holy See and the, and the Islamic Republic, end quote, expressing the wish for the two countries to work together to resolve religion, crisis, or regional crisis in the Middle East, particularly the current one in Syria, the Iranian Foreign Minister Mohammad Javed Zarif said that 
given the strong presence of extremist groups, quote, the condition of religious minorities in Syria, such as Christians, are a cause of concern for us. <clears throat> Iranians or, or Iran's Rouhani to visit Vatican in January, December 22nd, 2015. Uh, the Vatican City Iranian President Hassani Rouhani uh, Pichard will make his first visit to the Vatican and meet the Pope Francis in the second half of the January spokesman of the tiny city state said Tuesday. That tiny city state is the strongest entity worldly in the world. Of course, the dragon is what gives it this power and the seat of Satan. It is amazing how all the men, the great men of the earth, go there and bow down before him. Their token figure of Christ. And where else can we? Uh, he looks like he's probably a Jesuit already, so. Uh, I think that's good enough. Just the idea that uh, Iran, the leadership, uh, the president is there to kiss butts to the, the, uh, the representative of the satanic system. Well, it's false religion and hypocrisy, and uh, is responsible for the death of all the prophets and saints and of all the slain upon the earth start to see why this is the case. I know a lot of people get upset about that, but uh, I understand that. So. Okay, we get out of that now, and we can go, uh, once get prayers for Mark Sargent. He's a good guy. He's a good chef. Council of Nicaea outlawing God's calendar, chapter 6. The normal conversation of Constantine in the early part of the 4th century, excuse me, the nominal conversion of Constantine in the early part of the 4th century caused great rejoicing. The world arrayed with robes of righteousness and walked into the church. Now, and the work of corruption rapidly progressed. Paganism, while appearing to be vanquished, became the conqueror. Her spirit controlled the church. Her doctrines, ceremonies, and superstitions were incorporated into the faith and worship of the professed followers of Christ. This compromise between paganism and Christianity resulted in the development of the man of sin foretold in prophecy as opposing and exalting himself above God. That gigantic system of false religion is the masterpiece of Satan's power, a monument of his efforts to seat himself upon the throne to rule the earth according to his will. To secure worldly gains and honors, the church was led to seek the favor and support of the great men of this earth, and having thus rejected Christ, she was induced to yield allegiance to the representative of Satan, the Bishop of Rome. That's our 327. That's probably something to do with the... Story of redemption. Okay. The emperor was troubled. He knew his kingdom was not unified. His people were divided by religious beliefs, and it was affecting his government. He needed to have a man, or to have men, the men, all the men in his realm fight in his army. However, religion kept a large portion of them from enlisting. He called his counselors to arrange meeting with the leaders of the Christian sect. These, these, bishop, these bishops understood what the emperor wanted. They, too, had long-reaching goals. Craftily and consummate, consummate skill, they led him to a compromise that would allow all of them to achieve their respective goals. The first step was to have the emperor convert to Christianity. If Emperor Constantine became Christian, 
the official state religion would be Christianity rather than paganism. The pagans could keep their holy days the same. They could keep all their forms of religion, their idols and their festivals. The only difference would be that they would be called by Christian names. This would bring unity to the empire, and Constantine could get Christian men to enlist and serve in his army. And that certainly has been the case for a very long time, even to the present day, hasn't it? The bishop, too, would gain in the compromise already. already. Paganism had corrupted the faith of the Christians in Rome. By influencing the emperor to make Christianity the state religion, they would gain in power and authority. Once the Christianity became the religion of the empire, church membership would swell and their wealth and power would increase proportionately. The vital step was the outlawing of the lunar solar calendar used for the uh, millennia, for millennia, okay, the calendar used for a millennia by the faithful followers of God. Only by such civil legislation could the pagan Julian counter be enforced and the Christian led into, and the Christians led into adultery. The priest would preach the duty of supporting the, quote, Christian and the, quote, emperor and his new church that combined paganism and Christianity. So was born the papacy. And so was lost a true foundation and institution instituted by God himself at, at creation. In the early part of the 4th century, the Emperor Constantine issued a decree making Sunday the public festival, a public festival throughout the Roman Empire. The Day of the Sun was reverenced by his pagan subjects and was honored by the Christians. It was the Emperor's policy to unite the conflicting interests in heathenism and Christianity. He was urged to do this by the bishops of the church, who, inspired by ambition and thirst for power, perceived that if the same day was observed by both Christians and heathens, it would promote the nominal acceptance of Christianity by pagans and thus advance the power and glory of the church. Emperor Constantine at the Council of Nicaea changed both paganism and Christianity by combining them into a new organism. The true lunar solar calendar was forcibly eliminated, and the pagan slash Julian calendar, with its continuous cycle of weeks, was exalted and supported by the church slash state. The darkness of ignorance began to enshroud the world. This is much more than dry ancient history. This has huge import for the last generation who has been born. History will be repeated. False religion will be exalted. The first day of the week, a common work day, possessing no sanctity whatsoever, will be seated up as was, as was the image of Babylon. All nations and tongues and peoples will be commanded to worship this spurious Sabbath. This, this is Satan's plan to make the no account of the day instituted by God and given to the world as a, uh, a memorial of creation. And of course, that sounds like some kind of uh, something adverse. I don't agree that the day someday is going to be the mark of the beast at all. I don't think a day of the week. I think we're all under the. <laughs> if this is true, we're. It doesn't matter. Negates this uh, this Sunday Adventist thing because you know they they couldn't make it Saturday is the the mandatory day. The Sunday Adventists need to know the history of the Christian Church. This is vital because the devices Satan has successfully used before against the Church of God he will use again. The Great Controversy was written for the express purpose of shedding light on the future, not the past. I read the book, it's all right, or and listened to most of it, and it's, it's all right. 
this has some issues. A lot of it's uh, anybody else probably could have got to too. I wonder if she actually wrote it, but I don't. I don't want to get too picky about people's uh, the subject of this because of this kind of stuff. If you want to believe that's fine. I'm more concerned about the Sabbath itself. So. Uh, in the great final conflict, Satan will employ the same policy, manifest the same spirit, and work at the same end as in all preceding ages. That which has been will be, except that the coming struggle will be marked with a terrible intensity such as the world has never witnessed. Satan's deception will be more subtle, the assault more determined if if it were possible, he would lead astray the elect. Mark 13, 5. RVD. <clears throat> As the Spirit of God has opened to my mind the great truths of his word, this scene of the past and the future, I have been bidden to make known to others that which has thus been revealed to trace the history of the controversy in past ages, and especially so uh, to present it as a shed of light on the fast-approaching struggle of the future. In the, these records, we may see the foreshadowing of the conflict before us, rewarding them in the light of God's Word and the illumination of His Spirit. So there we go. And that's illumination stuff. That is... We may see unveil the devices of the wicked one and the dangers which they must shun, who would be found, quote, without fault, in the quote, before the Lord at his coming. Well, if there is urgency as far as the lunar solar calendar, then we're all in deep trouble, <laughs> except for those who are doing it. <clears throat> It is not so much, and by the way, I'm not saying this, that's not true, but I, mean, I would not be surprised at all that this is the truth. <laughs> it is not such an object of this book to present new truths concerning the struggles of former times as to bring our facts and principles which have a bearing on coming events, yet viewed as part of the controversy between the sources of light and darkness, all of these records of the past are seen to have a new significance. Through them, a light is cast upon the future, illuminating, there it is, the pathway of those who, like the reformers of the ages, past ages, will be called, even at the pearl of all earthly good, who witness both for the word of God and for the testimony of Jesus Christ. I always see that illumination and, and illuminating and all that. And I look at her connections with the Freemasonry, and that makes me think that that's part of the reason why they trapped everybody in this Saturday Sabbath thing. The Great Controversy is far more than just a history book. It, The entire book gives a view of of, quote, a fast-approaching struggle of the future, to quote, and does this by unveiling, quote, the devices of the wicked one, and quote, that shows the dangers which they must shun, who should be found without fault before the Lord at his coming. It would be well for all the, to study it more with this in mind for the purpose of for the present study, though, the focus will be limited to the change of the calendar. Thank you very much. Some of the Adventists have always assumed that the change over the worship day was simply uh, from Saturday to Sunday. No, it was more, far more deceptive and diabolical than that. The change took place was not simply to switch the worship day on an already existed, existed calendar Nor was it a mere a rearrangement of the calendar. Instead, it outlawed the biblical lunar solar calendar and substituted it with pagan solar calendar in its place. That is the real issue right there. That is the true issue. That's page 43. 
This compromise between paganism and Christianity resulted in, in the development of, quote, the man of sin, and a quote, foretold in prophecy as opposing and exalting himself above God, the gigantic system of false religion, the masterpiece of Satan's power, and a monument of his efforts to seal himself upon, or seat himself upon the throne to rule the earth according to his will. God's lunar solar calendar was set aside, and a pagan solar calendar was accepted in its place. The prophecies of Daniel warn of this. The little horn spoken in Daniel is a symbol of the papacy. Daniel 7.25 clearly spells out just what this power would do. And he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change times and laws, and they shall be given into his hand until a time and a time and a dividing a time. I get to a point here where I don't agree once again, and this is time and time and divided time refers to the 1260 years of the papal supremacy that stretched from 538 AD to 1798. Because it is prophetic time, the day equals a year, they've broken it down on the way, that 16, plus 16, 1260 years is equal to the 1260 years. Basis equals the 1260 years. By the way, uh, I don't believe the papacy was mortally wounded in 1798, I think it was just simply a coup d'etat and a new crowd took over control of this political office. As the, paper, as the Pope and the papacy says, the Vatican says in his press that the number one politician in the world is the Pope. And has been ever, for a very, 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 very long time, for at least 1,260 years. Don't know where all that uh, falls into place. Um... I certainly admire that Seventh-day Adventists desire to try and understand the scriptures. But um, I'm going to go with the uh, reformers of uh, the same time period of the formation of Seventh-day Adventists who saw things differently. Um, now, there were some, the, the Rome and the Vatican and the Jesuits were very, very busy. And what they were busy doing was creating their new world order, starting here in the new world. And they just, uh, with Napoleon, he was manipulated by the Jesuits, and, and their argument just makes sense. I think, you know, there's, there's a real problem here, a real problem that I'm seeing with, Je with the, all these different cults is the fact that they had a desperate need to fit their prophecy uh, their understanding of scripture, uh, their isogesis understanding of scripture, uh, it fit history instead of uh, looking at the big, the big picture and looking at things that really were happening. So, now the the Vatican wasn't burnt down. Yeah, they did some few things and made some mockeries and all that kind of stuff. But you know, the Vatican the Vatican is still existing. And all they did is they got rid of the pope they didn't want and just put a new pope that they didn't want. This stuff has been happening, going on throughout the history of the papacy. So it's not even the first time, but in that 1260 years, there have been many times when there's been a changing of the guards. So, um, no, I think the, probably the moral one most likely was had to do. We're talking now that Revelation 13 is about the Roman Empire, beast system, along with the clerical systems, and how the PPC took over after the sacking of Rome and the weakening of the Roman, etc. and all that. It could be wrong, but you know what? Uh, Seventh-day Adventists are wrong about a lot of things. Nice people would have been wrong about a lot of things. As everybody else is. It's a hard thing to swallow, I understand. That's why we need to step back and not be following the crowd, but following where truth may lead us and put our own pieces together in the puzzle. Or God's pieces of the puzzle, if you will. So, anyways, back to this, uh, what I think is absolute nonsense about the 1260 years thing. Uh, I'm only, I think I'm just going to skip this. We go to this. What hasn't been recognized, the little horn has indeed changed years. So, 
So, okay, here we go. So the text reveals a little horn with think to change years. Laws, of course, refers to God's laws. What hasn't been recognized is the horn has indeed changed years, how they are calculated. John Knox translated Daniel 7.25 makes it even more clear. He shall insult the Most High. He shall torment and wear out the holy ones of the Most High, and he shall attempt to change the calendar of the ordinances. That certainly is true. This change of calendar took place at the Council of Nicaea in 321 A.D. The very first uh, Sunday law was a law that outlawed the biblical lunar, lunar solar calendar and substituted the uh, pagan Julian calendar in its place. Up until the Council of Nicaea, the Christian Easter, Christian Easter, especially in the East, had been celebrated for most part of the time of the Jewish Passover, and indeed, upon the day it's calculated fixed by the Sanhedrins in Judea for its celebration. On the contrary, in Europe, quote, some earlier, some later, were inter... Oh, here we go again. Just had that now. Triculating. <laughs> Interculating. Okay, I'm going to try to figure out this. I don't know why my tongue won't work with it. I know it's it's in my mind, but you know what? I do have good. Thank you for MS. I have a bit of a defective one. With the physical activities. Where we come on? Okay. Thank you very much. Intercalating. And I have been saying, right? I just couldn't say it. Intercalating. 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 Okay. Intercalating the months. The Europeans were placing their cycle at the equinox and were celebrating the Passover on the next full moon after the equinox. These contentions had agitated the churches of Asia since the time of the Roman Bishop Victor, Victor, who had persecuted the churches of Asia for following the 14th day heresy, as they called it, in reference to the Passover. But at the Council of Nicaea, the last thread was mapped, which connected Christianity with its apparent stock. The future Easter observance was to be rendered independent of the Jewish calculation, according to these words, which have been attributed to Constantine. Mm. Quote, henceforth, let us have nothing in common with the Odious people, our Savior has shown us another path. It would indeed be absurd if the Jews were able to boast that we are not in a position to celebrate Passover without the aid of their rules. This is a civil law enforcing the pagan calendar. Uh, calendars calculate time, and the Council of Nicaea, uh, it was determined to remain independent of the Jewish calculation. Changing the way time is calculated will affect when the Sabbath day falls. Again, this was not merely a rearrangement of existing calendar. The law made it illegal to use the biblical lunisolar calendar, and it persecuted those who shall try to use it. And there's another quote that says, in some sub- subsequent years, the Jewish were, the Jews went through, quote, iron and fire, end quote. The Christian papal Roman emperors forbid the Jewish computation of the calendar and did not allow the announcement of the feast days. The great Gret says, quote, the, Jew, the Jewish and the apostolic Christian communities 
were left in utter doubt concerning the most important religious decisions as pertaining to their festivals. The immediate consequence was the fixation and calculation of the Hebrew calendar by Hillel II. That's H-I-L-L-E-L. Hillel II. Being usable uh, to communicate among themselves and having to go underground in their observance led them to, quote, fix the calendar. They tied it to the new moon nearest the vent, uh, vernal equinox. It was now independent of any barley harvest. This practice explains why the Jewish feasts of today are typically one month too soon. This also this is also why in 1844 the Jewish observed the September 23rd as the Day of Atonement rather than October 22nd. When mocked for insisting on a day that was contrary to the that observed of the Jewish himself, the Millerites with confidence could say, quote, every scholar knows that we are correct according to the original the original Hunai solar calendar, end of quote. The decree or the decrees of Nicaea uh, destroyed the temple of the law uh, in Judea, as it were, and the ancient regulations of Moses for harmonizing the course of the moon with that of the sun was ultimately replaced by calculations involving the vernal equinox. After which, the nearest full moon was chosen to be the Pascal, the Pascal moon, or Pascal moon. From this, the equinoctial point, the church built up her ecclesiastical calendar and its Easter feast. It is easy to gloss over the real significance of the Council of Nicaea and its bearing upon the Jewish system of the time. For though the church desired to depart from the Jewish calculation and to adopt a movable feast, yet in the, en- in the end it turned out that both the Jewish and the Roman Catholic festivals came to be computed from the same point in time, the vernal vernal equinox, although it is clear that responsibility for this change rests on the bishop, the bishop's Nicaea. Yet, according to Clavius, the church merely enjoined that which had been sanctified by the ancient Roman pontiffs. Quote, the Catholic Church has never used that Jewish rite of celebrating the Passover, but always in its celebration has observed the motion of the moon and sun, and it was thus sanctified by the most ancient and the most holy pontiffs of Rome, but also confirmed by the First Council of Nicaea. When the term, quote, Roman pontiffs, in the quote, is heard, quote, Pope, in the quote, is generally what is thought. But the ancient holy pontiff of Rome, here mentioned, referred to the original pagan headed as the Babylonian religion. In fact, even the title Pontifex, Pontifex Maximus, now used exclusively by the Pope, originated in Babylon. Ellen White, in speaking on how the paganism observed primitive Christianity affects the the Sabbath states, the spirit of concession of the paganism opened the way for a still further degrade of the heavens' authorities. Satan, working through the unconsecrated leaders of the church, tampered with the fourth commandment also and essayed to set aside this ancient Sabbath and the day which God had blessed and sanctified. Uh, Genesis 2, uh, uh, verses 3 through at two and three, and in, instead to exalt the festival observed by the heathens as, quote, the venerable day of the sun, end quote. And by the way, you can blame a lot of, uh, certainly a heavy blame on the Vatican. Don't also forget all the Protestant leaderships who did nothing about it here. Everyone else who just complied. I understand that we're tearing down the saints and uh, 
the wearing them out, at least, and killing them and all that, that they finally we just comply, comply. Just goes to show you how many people really are followers of Yeshua at this point. Questionable. They don't say it, but how many are actually followers? That's something interesting to look into. Satan, who hates the law of God, and not only thought to change, quote, times and laws, he has done it. The Sabbath is more than a memorial of creation. It is a sign between God and his people. It is a sign of their loyalty to him and his ability to make them holy. The Sabbaths of God's appointed times to meet with his people and sanctify them. When believers meet with the Father at his appointed times, on his appointed day, he fulfills his part of the covenant and does for them that which they cannot do for themselves. Satan has sought to disrupt this by substituting the calendar and designate a spurious Sabbath. He has done it so successfully and so long ago that where were it not for the mercy of God, no one would have ever seen it. It's probably true. In the early part of the 4th century, Emperor Constantine issued a decree making Sunday a public festival throughout the Roman Empire the Day of the Sun was reverenced by his pagan subjects. It was honored by Christians. It, it was the emperor's policy to unite the conflicting uh, interests of the heathenism and the emperors. Uh, the heathenism and Christianity. He was urged to do this by the bishops of the church who inspired by ambition and thirst for power, perceived that if the same day was observed by both Christians and heathens, it would be prom- promote it would promote the nominal acceptance nominal acceptance of Christianity by pagans, and thus advance the power and glory of the church. So the Adventists have been mistaken in assuming that the only change made was the change of the Saturday to Sunday, according to David. Sidersky and his astronomical origins of the Jewish calendar, it was no more possible under Constantine to apply the older calendar. It should be recognized and made perfectly plain that the plan of the church and the modern Jewish calendar as well to regulate the Passover with references to position of the sun at the spring equinox and of the full moon next after, has to be referred back, according to Clavius, to the, to the, quote, most ancient and most holy Roman pontiffs, end quote, and it has no connection at all with the original Mosaic commands. The whole world has wandered after the beast. Even modern Jews themselves have settled upon a cycle that follows the regulation of the Roman church. Lifespan today are so short that it, it it has worked to Satan's advantage. This whole change of calendar took place nearly 1,700 years ago. And here we go back to Ellen White, by the way. Once again, I don't believe this is prophets. The, uh, the words of Ellen White have great force, but it doesn't seem to like the ancient change of the calendar. There is no excuse for anyone to talk and taking position that there is no more truth to be revealed and that all our expositions of the scripture are without an error. The fact that certain doctrines have been held as truth for many years by our people is not the proof that our ideas are infallible. Age will not make error into truth, and truth cannot afford to be fair. No true doctrine will lose anything by close investigation. So even Alan G. White here is admitting that there's <clears throat> that it's not a fallible organization. The uh, uh, the calendar now is used named after uh, Pope Gregory the Thirteenth, and is but a continuation of the old cave pagan solar calendar implemented by Julius Caesar in forty. 6 BC and adopted in the church by the Council of Nicaea. The difference between the full moon 
of barley harvest mosaic rule and the first moon after the vernal, vernal equinox, Nicene regulation of the church are vital. So both were featured by a period of time which was to be marked by the first light of the full moon, yet the barley harvest period did not always coincide with the equinoctial. And both rulings were wide apart in character, purpose, meaning this will be seen by the following outline. Barley moon the barley harvest moon versus the equinoctial moon. One, the barley harvest moon, a command of Moses for the Jewish time. The equinoctial moon, the decree of Nicaea for the church calendar. Barley harvest moon, only one moon. The equinoctial moon could be two moons. Number three, the permanent and regular control of the Jewish festival, uh, barley uh, harvest moon. Now with the economical moon, it is a very irregular index to the time of Easter. The barley harvest moon, number four, coincides with the first month, uh, or Nisan, excuse me. The economical moon, number four, they coincides with the sign, Aries, and often with Hadar. <clears throat> Number five for the barley harvest moon, a sure index to the crucifixion Passover. Uh, Number five for the equinoctial moon, not the Pascal Pascal moon, which marked the death of Christ. Uh, these two methods of determining the festival feast, the barley harvest, has been commonly regarded as the period to elastic to represent the actual point of time, but be it noted that the controlling conditions relating to the barley harvest moon in the time of Christ were as exact, if not more so, than, than so with which have thus far governed the vernal equinox in its control over Easter. The time of the barley harvest in the Ashes Valley field across the Kidron was remarkably accurate and permanent in its regulation of the Passover festival. Later rain extended into the first week of April, and very quickly thereafter the barley would ripen into this defined and limited period, one full moon only could occur. <clears throat> Three occasions. One, the, the ending of the lunar rain. Two, the regular period of ripened barley. And three, the fulfilling of the one moon possible in the limited time after the first week of April. Exactly determines the Pascal feast and all of the other festivals of the Jewish year. The results were dependable and specific. This was the rule which Moses had commanded. It persisted to the generation in which Christ came and definitely was followed by the Jews until the time of their general uh, dispersion. These facts lead one to vital conclusion. The Jewish year in the first century of the Christian era was governed by the barley harvest moon, specification which had been ordained of God upon which the application of astronomy and in relation to the crucifixion year is definitely and consistently dependent. Of course, the other differing characteristics between the two calendars and uh, the pagan calendar provides a continuous weekly cycle, while the Mosaic calendar has a weekly cycle. Uh, weekly has the weekly cycle start over each month with the observation of the new crescent moon. 
there can be no question, but the little horn has done exactly what he thought to do by observing this a Saturday Sabbath Seventh-day Adventists have unknowingly paid homage to the power which thought to and did change times and laws. In the last chapter, the question was asked, quote, would God really allow the knowledge of the Sabbath to be lost? Answer has been given in limitations to six is yes. The Lord has caused the solemn feast, Moed, and the Sabbath to be forgotten in Zion, end of quote. This theme is expanded upon the Hosea chapter 2, here, the Lord is likening his people to an unfaithful wife who has gone whoring after other lovers. God's people have been an unfaithful bride to the Lord. The prophecy of Hosea applies to God's people. We like to quote the beautiful promises of the second half of the chapter as applying to God's people. These promises are precious. However, they are, may, must be, however, they must be looked at in context, and they are given in the context of God's betrothed having been unfaithful to him. Therefore, the punishment is, I will also cause all her mirth to cease, her face days, her new moons, her Sabbath, and all her song festivals. Verse, one, verse 11. The new moons is clear reference to the calendar by which the Sabbaths are figured, just as in Isaiah 66, 23, quote, and it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another and from one Sabbath to another shall all flesh come to worship for me, said the Lord. Quote, Seventh-day Adventist Church has used this text to prove that the Sabbath will be kept in the new earth. More than that, the text proves that the calendar will be used throughout the entirety because of the pagan solar or Gregorian calendar. The new moons are not even noticed and definitely not, be, not a, and do not begin the months. It was by compromise with paganism that the early Christian church lost its apostolic purity. This opened the floodgates to all the deceptions of Satan. By not valuing or preserving the truth, the people of God lost it. <clears throat> the truth of heaven is not cherished. As it should be, God removes it. He causes it to be forgotten. Hosea 2.14 reveals just how we have forgotten or forsaken our God, our heavenly husband. It is by taking the name of Baal, B-A-L-L, excuse me, B-A-A-L, Baal, Baal, <coughs> into our, our mouths and letting the worship of Baal structure our lives. Therefore, Behold, I will allure her and bring her into the wilderness and speak comfortably unto her. And it shall be at the death of day, saith the Lord, that thou shalt call me Ishai. I-S-H-I. So it's Ishai. Ishai? I don't know. And shall call me no more Baalai. For I will take away the names of Balaam out of her mouth, and they shall no more be remembered by their name. And in that day will I make a covenant for them, and I will bethrow thee unto me forever, yea. And I will bethrow ye unto me in righteousness and in judgment and loving kindness and mercy. And I will even betroth thee unto me in faithfulness and thou shalt know the Lord. And I say on, and I will say to them which were not 
my people, thou art my people, and shall say, thou art my God. If each of the ancient prophets spoke less for their own times than for ours, so that their prophecies is in force for us, I don't know about that one. Then it is vital to look at the passage in the light of the modern world. No one runs around claiming to be to be worshippers of Baal anymore. Verse 17 gives a clue just how this is to be applied. For I will take away the names of Balaam out of her mouth, and they shall no more be remembered by their name. End of quote. The name of the weekdays. Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, etc., are names of the planetary gods, which really aren't planets. <laughs> so it's even worse than that. So you know, they're dedicating to um, planetary gods that aren't real. I don't know what that's about. Well, sometimes he just goes lovely. Maybe he's right. I don't know. I don't think so. Anyways. I did take a little break here, I think. I want to post this out, though. It is a curious fact of the calendar history that the planetary week originally began on Saturn's day, Saturni. That was the highest day of the week. It was followed by Sun's day, Solus, Moon's day, Lunus, or Lunus. I guess it would be months, etc. The pagans worshipped the seven planetary gods in order that they they in order they thought those planets orbited in relation to the Earth. And of course, I don't believe they're planets either. So they thought that the Saturn was closest to each Earth, and so it is held that the preeminent position of importance as the first day of the planetary week. And wouldn't it be interesting in the end of the day that these are these quote unquote seven planets are actually seven spirits or demons. <laughs> <laughs> Every time we say their names we probably hoax them somehow. I don't know. It seems to be an absolute mess, folks. In my in my perspective, my opinion. Yeah, we're maintaining, but as we maintain, we're so disconnected from this earth and God's creation and nature, and we have our convenience, so it's kind of like our little cubes, cubicles, where we rot to death. Hmm. Thank you, Saint. <laughs> yes, we can. Yes, we can. Thank you. Obama. I don't know if that's really saying that, though. I don't know if he'd like to say that, but... I'll try to finish up this one uh, uh, chapter, and we'll rock and roll here, so... In the Roman stick calendar from the bath of Titus, the bath of Titus, the day of the pagan planetary week are represented by the drawings of the seven planetary gods. <clears throat> the first was Saturn's day, which Sabbatarians have assumed corresponded with the seventh and last day of the biblical week. 
the Sabbath. It was only later that the days of the week were rearranged with the Sunday as the first day and Saturday as the seventh day. And the twelve signs of the zodiac can be seen in circle in the middle. They stood for the twelve months of the year six of which were also named after pagan gods. The months of the Gregorian year and the days of the planetary week are irreparably pagan. It It is these to which the passage in Hosea is referring. When the Christians arrange their lives and their worship days by the pagan planetary calendar, and the name of Balaam are taken into their mouths. It is impossible to find the correct biblical Sabbath on a pagan Gregorian calendar, and in this God is forgotten. <clears throat> By restoring to the final generation the knowledge of his true method of calendation, God is bringing them back to the primitive godliness. He says, quote, Therefore, behold, I will allure her and bring her into the wilderness and speak comfortably unto her. End quote. What wilderness? The answer is found in Revelation 12. Here is given the depiction of the true church, the bride of Christ, the woman who has to flee into the wilderness. And the woman fled into the wilderness where she hath a place prepared for God, of God, that they should feed her there a thousand two hundred and three score days. When the pure church accepted the practices of paganism, the long night of the dark ages fell on her. The true church fled into the wilderness and thereafter experiencing the desolation that comes from accepting other lovers, the Lord began to allure her back. The Protestant Reformation began restoring to her the light that had been lost. Quote, the truth in an advancing truth, we must walk in the increasing light in the call. God will advance no faster than his people can follow. Ever since the days of the Protestant Reformation, God has been, quote, alluring, and quote, his bride, the church, back to him, winning her heart to her true love by showing her his beautiful love and care for her. The knowledge of the lunai solar Sabbaths is now being restored in the remnant church. This understanding should affect any preconceived ideas of the time of trouble. One belief, one be, the one belief shared by both liberal and conservative Seventh-day Adventists is the United States government will be foremost in making the image of the beast, the Roman Catholic Church. And by the way, I don't agree with that. <clears throat> I think the United States is just part of the Roman Empire, and we see it right now that they're dismantling us. In simple terms, all are looking for the Sunday law, keeping in mind that Ellen White's is not really a true prophet, in my opinion, folks. That's my class opinion. Was bind, bidded to write the great controversy in such a way as to trace the history of the controversy in the past ages, especially so to present it as the shed of light on the fast approaching struggle of the future. Good quote. The possible, it is possible that the Sunday law will again come disguise as the calendar changes laws. Maybe. I don't think it's the real mark of the beast, though. Think about it. Satan's main target is Seventh-day Adventist Church. No, it's not. It's more than just Seventh-day Adventist, because you guys aren't doing things right any more than anybody else. It's just a Romanized, false uh, cemetery church. And everyone knows about Sunday closing laws, and all have assumed that I don't like that. Uh, we'll move on to that. So anyways, we'll stop there. Um, I might be asking why Mike Adams is reading this, but you know, for these people, they were good enough to stand up against the SSDA uh, leadership and bring this to the light that the uh, Lunai solar calendar is 
really does govern the, the Sabbath, and it has nothing to do with the day of the week that we know. But the week that comes from the moon, and, um, you know, so that's um, kudos due for them, or due to them. So. And it, I believe, is a very important issue. Um, hopefully get this done. I do need to take a break. I said somebody's here anyways. Hopefully somebody will hear this. And if they don't hear it, then you know what? I know it. Thank you, God. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.